Yo, what's good with you? It's Nia Queen. Oh wow, I look I look good. Okay. Uh how y'all doing today? Doing pretty swell. Hey. Doing pretty swell. How y'all doing? How y'all I'm doing? I'm feeling good. It's Saturday. I'm feeling great. We got Chef Beans. Oh man, y'all know the vibes. Always. This is every day. Be intentional. <laughs> Always. You ain't Love gotta it. get ready if you stay ready. That's that part. And we also have a lovely guest, uh, Alea Beeman. Hey, guys. She is a author, self-love expert, motivational speaker, and mom. <laughs> and she actually reached out to me after uh, the episode we did with Ant. So I'm really happy that, you know, you saw us and you wanted to share your story on mm -hmm. our platform. Absolutely. I'm really appreciative for you being here today. Uh, how was everybody's week this week? busy let's start with you yeah let's start with the guests it was pretty busy you know i had to publish a book and hey. then to publish like like my website so i built my website so it's now com. no more you know like link tree and instagram I, right. i'm like official now so it was a busy week because i had when did you officially uh publish the or launch the website just yesterday Oh. <laughs> literally just i was like wow because I, I was looking for your side i was trying I was like, to i was like i gotta finish it tonight let me just get it done well congratulations yeah, yeah congratulations on that because yeah. it's hard to build a website yes, even yes. with all the the wicks and all that stuff and squarespace i still took me months to build my website two days literally two days sitting at the hilltop mm. cafe just grinding like i'm sitting there for six hours like stuck in my computer which one the one over there the okay yeah i love it Oh, I yeah, go there I almost every day too. just to work, you know, because it's a it is a creative space. Like everybody's there, like just working. And I love the environment and the music and the ambiance. And I get stuff done there. So I enjoy Have it. Have y'all seen those apartments that's yes. next to Hilltop? I was trying to get one. I can't <laughs> can't afford it. Oh, they, they pricey? They pricey? Yeah. I thought they would be like low income for some reason. No, they every... trying to push us out the out wow. Inglewood. Mm, I'm like, yeah. dang, they look so they, nice. They got so Target nice. at the bottom. It's gonna be. No, uh, it was like two thousand for a studio. Mm. Yeah. Really? And like thirty-seven hundred for the two bedroom. And you know, well, yeah, yeah, no. it's, 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 it's up there. Might as well go buy a house. It's up, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's up there. Even with a roommate, I can't afford that. But you know, I, I appreciate that Inglewood is trying to, you know, build up, mm -hmm. but it's just like What's for us? You know what I'm saying? What's for us? That's true. But um, what about you, Beans? What's going How on? How am I feeling? So what was your question? How am I feeling today? How was my week? How was your week? My week has been, for whatever reason, this week has been long. It's been a lot of different moving pieces. Uh, next week, I start class at UCLA. Okay. Screenwriting. Um, outside of that, it's been just a balance of like, work and and like social or like work and personal just just all of that but i'm grateful skin moisturized you feel me in the words of az i'm rather unique so <laughs> i have nothing to complain about you know what i mean and you directed a music video too you saw that <laughs> not quentin tarantino quentin tarahimo trust me <laughs> from him and i say that because that's funny how that kind of happened. One of my boys, his wife is like this big Afrobeats like singer. And um, they decided they wanted to shoot in LA. They needed 
help with like scouting and different direction and mm. things like that. So you feel me? Who do you call? Chef Beans. Chef Beans to get it done for you. And it was just like amazing. Shoot, was driving around in a Lambo. <laughs> wow. All of that. It wow. was just, it was, it was fun times. And I just smelled the beginning of like, not even, I gotta stop saying the beginning of a beautiful thing because this is not the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's been like a long time coming, but mm-hmm. I feel like the seeds are sprouting. Mm-hmm. People are really starting to identify the value and the specificity and pay for it. Mm. Because, you know, as far as I like, just keep doing everything for free. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, you want that? Oh, OK. There's a price that comes with that. Right. Yeah, the price just went up. And it just continuously goes up. So, yes, that's how I'm feeling. Just like and kind. That's all everybody. Every time people who haven't seen me in a while and they're around me, they're just like, yo, bro, you seem so calm. I'm like, I oh, am. Yeah. Life is good. Calm and confident. Good. Always. How you feeling though? You know, I am pushing, pushing through this week. Um, this week wasn't bad or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I just feel like the past two months since I've been like intentionally trying to be alone, uh, I've been coming to all these realizations and you came up in my head this week and I was thinking about being intentional and I was just like, it really hit me. Like, I know that you've been saying this. How long we know each other? I don't know. A year or two. Like, you've been saying this, but it, it finally, like, hit me in a real way because I was um, talking with one of my clients and, you know, they were complaining about something and, you know, about their weight and their health and different things like that. And I asked them, I was like, oh, how much do you eat? Oh, I eat, like, one meal a day. I'm like, you trying to gain weight? Yeah. I'm like, are you not hungry? They're like, no, I just I only eat one. And I'm thinking, you you have the power to change that, mm-hmm. right? It's one thing when we don't have the power to change. But it's like, right. if you have the power to change that, you have to be intentional about changing that. Mm-hmm. And it like, that's when I said that to her, I was like, dang. So that goes for everything in life. Mm-hmm. Like, even with me, I'm trying to be kinder to myself and right. not talk negatively to myself. Mm-hmm. And also control my stress. And I'm like, but Nia, are you intentional about that? Mm. Are you intentional about taking care of yourself, about mm. doing self-care? Mm. Are you intentional about that? Or are you just overwork yourself? Mm. And I was like, dang, I'm not. I'm not. And it's like, I got to stop complaining about, oh, I feel this way. Or that's why I didn't even want to say like, oh, it's been a bad week. Right. Because I'm trying to practice being intentional about the words that come out of my mouth. All right. And so full that that moment. it was like a full circle moment. I was like, damn, I gotta get me another shirt because <laughs> it really no, it really just yeah. hit me. And it's just weird how sometimes things are in your vicinity, mm-hmm. but it doesn't click until so some yeah. you know, until it clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like, I have to stop coming to work or you know, leaving work complaining about oh, I'm tired or I'm mm-hmm. this, I'm that. I'm, are you intentional about the time you go to sleep now? Are you intentional? It was just like everything, everything started clicking. And I was just like, let me try to go to sleep early so I don't complain in the morning mm. about this. Right. Or if I know I'm going to be anxious, let me not drink coffee because I know that that's going to make, make me even more anxious. More anxious. Right. So it just hit me in a real way. And I was just like, dang. You, you never know why God puts people in your life sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, speak highly of chef beans but it's just like things like that is the reason why mm-hmm. is because he's been in my life for a minute right and that, and that never came to mind 
the be intentional. Yeah, it, like it never came to mind. Like I know you, I know I thought you was talking about like hard work and you know your job, and, you know your career, like be intentional about be intentional that. But it was just like everything. Every yeah, even yeah. what time you go to sleep, mm-hmm. it's just you man. know. And that's the um before we really get into it, mm-hmm. like that's the intention behind the the three dots. Is because it can be be intentional with whatever you need it to be. Mm. Whether that's because it could have just been be intentional dot. And it's like, okay. But it's mm. like, no, you fill in the blank. Mm. Right. What does okay. intentionality mean to your life? How are you adding deliberate focus to the things that you do or the things that you're trying to reroute or change? And mm-hmm. that's the point of it. So, yes, I'm happy that you had a full circle moment because, again, like, I wear things that I need to see or reminders that I need to embrace mm-hmm. as well. So. Very grateful. You might have Taylor. to give me a be intentional tat. Yo, <laughs> be intentional yaddy. Because uh, I need to remind myself daily, like, don't complain, Nia. Were you being intentional about it? Okay, then I don't want to hear you complain. Well, you know, I have to tell myself that. So I'm glad that, you know, I came to that realization and I went you. to the spa. Oh, that's lovely. You know, last week and I really didn't do anything. Like, I was intentional about resting. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, this feels really good because other times I would feel kind of guilty for like resting, mm. you know, because I'm like, There's so yeah, much I got- could be doing. Exactly. You yeah. need to reach out to people for the podcast. You need to do this. You need to do this with your company. You need to type notes for work. It's like it's a million and one things to do. So every time I would take a break mm. or try to rest or go to bed early, my mind would go crazy, you know. So yeah. I had to be even be intentional about the way that I go to sleep. I got to play rain sounds when I go to sleep. I've been doing ocean. Yeah, yeah. rain sounds or ocean sounds ocean because yeah. I already know, Nia, you overthink at night. So you need to calm your mind down. So it's just like, be intentional, man. I can't yeah, believe man. that that just now hit me because I met him time. in, I met you in 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, a minute ago. Yeah. And we then, started doing the, well, the pop in 2021. Yeah, I've had being intentional the whole time. Right. <laughs> it's been I'm the like, same. It's, the it's, it's been, been the same. It's been in the vicinity for yeah. a minute. But um, yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm just so happy great. to have a friend like him. Yes, like you likewise. We all need those friends. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. We all need those friends. Um, leading by example. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to tell me, yeah, you need to do this. You need yeah. he don't need to do that. He just does he what he example. does. And I and I learn from that. So That's yeah, awesome. I'm really, I'm really thankful for my bro right here. That's dope. Ooh, okay. All right. So last weekend, what's the Grammys? Oh, I saw Brent Fias. He was fired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> He's all good. But I saw him perform. And Jay-Z and DJ Khaled was yeah. in the building too. I was just like You went to the Grammys? No, I didn't go to the Grammys. Oh. I went to a um a concert that happened uh two days before the Grammys that okay. celebrated independent artists. Um, and so that's why Brent Fias was there, and um, I don't know his name, Toby something. I know you're talking yeah, about, yeah, I, I don't know his last name, but yeah, he was there, he was great too. But even just being in the room, and then like you know, at the in the VIP section, it was like Jay Z, Wiz Khalifa, DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. Mario, and I was just like, ah, I'm not doing enough, <laughs> like you right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's fun to enjoy, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's just like, dang, like that was really like inspiring yeah. like yeah i need to get up there like not not literally yeah, but it's just like you. you could you could do more a little right. bit you know um but what am i talking about the grammys I was oh definitely supposed to go but uh you're supposed to go to the grammys i was supposed to go but i worked for tiffany 
like Haddish and so she's on tour and she begged me to come with her on tour. She was like, I want you to come with me on tour. Like this mm -hmm. is our first stop. I'm like, I've got the Grammy tickets, but she was like, I need you with me on this trip. So I went to Seattle Oh, and wow. I was like, you know what? She already bought my, my hotel. She paying for everything. Yeah. Let me not back out. And she was like, we can Sorry, go Grammys, to the blast. Right. Like, like I was just like, there's so many other things, but I was like, this is Grammys. I got a dress already. I was like, oh Lord. But I, I chose to be intentional. I told her I was going. I told her I was, you know, and I, I'm I'm big on my word. If mm -hmm. I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. Like, right. I just couldn't, you know, back out for a night of, you know, of fun. Plus, I've I've been to about five. So it was just kind of like. Oh, you've been to five. Okay. Yeah. A little flex. I used to work for Chris <laughs> Brown as an assistant when I was, like, in, uh, like in college. So that's how I got into that industry. Mm -hmm. And I worked in it for, like, seven years. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I want to ask you, like, working in the entertainment industry real quick, like, mm -hmm. how is that? At the time, I was 16, so I was underage. Oh, wow. Chris Brown, like, had to pay the bouncers to get me into clubs. Oh, wow. Because I was his assistant, but I was just very young, and he was like, I don't care, I want you to come. Um, being in college and working in that industry is crazy. I was up to, like, 6 in the morning, and then then I had a 9 a.m. class. Everybody's like, what's wrong? With your hair, I was like, I was at the club all night, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, it was fun. So I worked with him, and then from him going into corporate, so going into Sony, like sitting at a desk, you know, being on the lot on camera, like, you know, it, it was it was a difference between like the personal, you know, right, like assisting where we party, we having fun, and then now I'm sitting at a desk under like an executive. It was right. it was it was a drastic change, but yeah. I had to do it, you know, because Chris Brown went, you know, like like to jail, and I had to mm. decide if I want to continue to be like an assistant for someone who's not here or right, help right. out his brand or get a real job. And he was like, I got you. You know, mm. like I don't know, like I didn't have to interview, I didn't have to do like a resume. He called some folks up, and I walked in. Wow. That's my like, first day at Sony. So, oh, that's a that's a good story. We'll have to talk later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll have to talk later about some things. Um, so yeah, speaking of the Grammys, what were y'all's favorite album of the past year? I won't say last year, but the past year. I know we talked a little bit off mic, but seriously, my favorite album of past year is um my own heartbeat. Like uh no I'm silly. I'm not I'm not like that like <laughs> into myself. But no, seriously. I um it might sound crazy, but I listen to like older albums. I'm like a nineties okay. R and B type dude or like I rarely dive into new music unless it catches me. I mean I really enjoy Scissors album. Um but I'm still on like our Linux album. Uh, what is it? I just got a new apartment. Oh, all of that. yeah. I still really one. like that album. Yeah. Like I still listen yeah, to freaking like Casey yeah. and Jojo. Like mm. because again, like when I'm doing work, sometimes I'm listening to like jazz instrumentals. Like I, I need something like calming because right. rap speeds it up. Mm -hmm. R&B sometimes slows it down. And I need to just be like at a steady cadence and outside right. of that if i'm driving somewhere far i'm probably listening to the podcast or something or listening to another podcast trying to just stay super aware but as far as new music i got a couple like singles like um was it like leon is it leon bridges and it's, it's a couple people who got a couple one-offs that i enjoy mm -hmm. but as far as like albums that i can say i listen to from top to bottom 
SZA and Nas. No, Nas, Nas and Hit Boy had an album that recently came out that was hard too. But yeah, those are like my favorite albums from the past year. I would say for me, um, DJ Khaled for sure. I, I wasn't like a fan all Khaled, okay, but like his God his, did yeah, <laughs> his his music this time. I, it felt like it was like real intentional. Like that word just came across every time. Like his songs, like he really put his heart and soul into this album. You can really tell, like he dealt with some stuff. Like you know, like he wrote like a lot of it, and I really, I can tell that this album was full of like love, um, mm. but it was also full of like um, what is the word? Like I guess more of like his growth. I can see like mm. him as a like an artist. He's growing. Like like his topics weren't. Like was it all like, I do is win, win, yeah, win? Yeah, it was really deep. Like, just, and then all of the features he had, like with her and like all these dope artists. I'm just like, okay, because it's because it's normally just like him and some rappers, but right? He it, like, yeah, some, you know, some vocalists and like, yeah. and I was like, I love it. I feel like it's important, like, to grow, right, as an artist. And even though he's big, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this down and really do something different with it. And I think it's, I think it's dope. Okay, DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all know my favorite rapper is Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. And he won Best Rap Album. Yeah. And that's my like favorite Kendrick album yeah, of I the like past him. year. Like like I said, I've been having a lot of epiphanies. Now, I've been listening to the album for a year, but it didn't hit me until January. What he was talking about. Like, he's been going to therapy himself. So a lot of that was you know, what he's been processing in therapy, whether it's, you know, problems with his dad or accepting different family members for their lifestyles. And even one of the, one of my favorite songs right now is Mirror because he keeps saying, I choose me, I'm sorry. I choose me, I'm sorry. It's like, I don't care if I fall out of your graces. Like I have to choose me. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, dang, like, you know, even for him, all that pressure, you know, to make albums, to be the best. And, and a lot of people had a lot of things to say about him, like during 2020 and Mm -hmm. like, where's Kendrick? Why he not standing up for black people? Why he not doing it? And it's just like, dang, do we ever think about him in his own life? You know, he got two kids, a a wife, he has to feed his family, but also he has to be there for his family. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, sometimes we forget, like we get so caught up in, Oh, when's next Kendrick album coming out? Why he ain't came out? And it's like I choose me, so mm. I took my time exactly. to do what I had to do. Yeah, um, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing it was album. Way. Like <laughs> Mirror Savior is like probably one of my favorite songs. And then even Count Me Out. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I had to forgive myself a hundred times. I was just like, dang, why he know he in my head? Like <laughs> I, I felt it. It, it just, it just hit different when, when I realized what he was actually talking about so that's my that's definitely my fit and i guess i'm kind of biased because i love all kendrick stuff <laughs> but actually to pimp a butterfly is my favorite kendrick album but this one yeah it it, it hit pretty it pretty hard for me helped yeah. me get through a lot and i'm just very appreciative of that young man and he from compton like uh he's he yeah, he's just amazing. I love Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I saw him perform last year too. It was amazing. It was amazing. So y'all watched the whole Grammys from top to bottom? I didn't watch them at all. I didn't okay. watch it at all. I was about to say, uh, maybe yeah. you did. I, was I, was like, like, I, I don't know if this back. might I be a I super. I didn't, I didn't I, go back. My Grammy experience usually 
is me just watching the highlights of who won. Yeah. Right. Like, I've never really sat down ever in my life, sat down from top to bottom and wanted to watch the Grammys. I don't right. I don't got it in me. Yeah, I only watch it if like somebody I really want to see perform is performing. Like Kendrick or Beyonce mm-hmm. or you know, somebody that I'm really invested in. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't, you know. I watch Kendrick's acceptance probably speech. watch it just because I, yeah. I heard like a lot of the performances were like really real. Like, um, what's her name? Lizzo. I heard she oh, yeah, shook Lizzo. up the house. It, it, you know, she always does. She's yeah. that person. And I, I was like, I probably should sit down and watch all of it. So I plan to. I'm going to let y'all know. Yeah. Have, have a blast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have that a blast. Shit like six hours. I heard this one is one of those. Really? Pack a lunch. Oh, So yeah, the no. film, yes, you're there all day, like six or seven hours. But the actual Grammys is like an hour. Oh, okay. like like yeah, like to watch it is like an hour and a half. Oh, because they wow. there's a lot of chopping and screwing. Like they they don't show everything. You be like sitting in a chair for three hours. And you have to get up, move around. It's like a whole production. Yeah, it's a wow. lot, and it's done on that day. Like they don't do anything prior. Like it's like live and in action. Everything is on that day. Yeah, production wow. production is very interesting. When I first came out to LA, when I was just trying to figure out random ways to make money. <laughs> I was like uh, one of the people who be in the crowd for the shows and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they'd be like, all right, when they come out, make sure you like, whoop, like it, all of that stuff that you see on TV, like that you think is just supernatural. A lot of that stuff is just rehearsed. Like, very rehearsed, very intentional. We said intentional. We need like an intentional. Jar. Yeah, a little, little bell that Something. we read. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think one thing that also stood out about the Grammys before we like we uh, move on mm-hmm. is the um, Viola Davis winning mm-hmm. finally getting her egot. Oh yeah. yeah, that's hard. Yeah, dope. she's she's amazing. Yeah, unstoppable. She she has she has range, and if you just think about all her performances, whether it's fences with the snow, <laughs> I'll be here with you. All right, I was standing there with you. I was standing here with you. Yeah. You got it, like dog. The woman King, where she just starts right? slicing people. I was like, yo. She has a, like a very like demanding presence mm-hmm. whenever she's on film, mm-hmm. whenever she's speaking. She talks with so much conviction, mm-hmm. confidence, and all of those things. And I'm sure that's a lot what you help people with as well, right? Yes. Seeing that transition? Yeah, I see you. <laughs> I see you. So, Alea, why don't you tell us how you got started? Because you're in the music industry or the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. but then you decided to start writing and mm-hmm. you're also a self-love expert. So talk, talk a little bit about <laughs> how that came to be. Right. So being in that environment, I saw a lot of issues when it came to people and expressing their feelings or balancing their life. They mm. pour all their energy into work and then they, end up being depressed or I dealt with like friends who committed suicide in that mm-hmm. in the industry. I don't want to, you know, put out their names, but it was about four. Um and after that I realized like they need a voice. A person that is around them that I've been through some things that people would be like, wow. Um, but I'm still super positive. And so I said I need to basically be a therapist without being a therapist. Mm. I've found that men in general, I would say, don't always talk to therapists. But if you're a friend and you're just honest and open and transparent with them, they'll 
give that back. Um, and so like, I just found in that industry working with Chris Brown and different artists and celebrities, I would see them break down or, or go like to drugs to fix their mm -hmm. issues. Or I'm like, you need a therapist. You really tripping. They're like, no, nah, I'm good. I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm good. I'm chilling. And I would be like, well, I can be your therapist without being a therapist. And I'm like, it like it became this thing where everybody calls me for their issues. Like, I need prayer. I, I, I'm friend. just interested in right. talking about this issue. Like, you know, whether it's their girlfriend or their wife, their husband. I got people that call me for all kinds of stuff. I'd be like, it's six in the morning. What you want? Yeah. Um, but I always answer because I'm always like, it could be it could be a crisis. You know, it could be a breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I've been at the place where I've saved people from jumping off a cliff. Like where I've gotten a call, like, I want to talk like to you. I'm dealing with this issue. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I'm kind of like a like a little, I don't know what I don't know. I guess it's like a hero in a way. <laughs> um, a hero. And I would say, like for Chris, a lot of the things that I feel like just like what is it called? I guess it's like I don't in general. I want to get you in trouble. You didn't no, sign no, no you go. He's he's like... definitely grown. And I tell people all the time it's because he actually took time to grow. Mm. In jail, it's just you. Right. And these bars. And I think that like moment like needed to happen. That was his therapy. Mm. He had to sit with himself and people don't sit with themselves. Right. So everything happens for a reason. I, Maybe he I, needed to sit. Yeah. yeah. I challenge people to sit with themselves to ask the hard questions. And so instead of just doing just the verbal, I said, let me put it into a journal. Like, mm -hmm. let me see right. if people can actually do this like on a daily basis. Um, you know, there is like activities in there, there's challenges, there's exercises where it's like, I got to do this. Like, I really have to sit in a room without the phone and write or think out these things. And I've saw transformation after transformation from friends and, you know, just their, um, you know, so it's like improvement right. in their work life and the personal life, sex life. I'm talking about all kinds of different things. People have just found themselves, which is right. sometimes like it's the hardest thing because we're doing like a lot for everybody else. Right. But we don't stop and think like, this is an issue. Right. And, and I can only imagine like working in the entertainment industry, they're chasing, you know, their goals, mm -hmm. they're chasing more success. So mm -hmm. they could probably be hard on themselves instead of being in the moment, like, dang, look at what I accomplished so mm -hmm. far. Cause right. I know I, I have that problem. Yeah. You know, I'm beating myself up about the podcast or whatever. And it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, you a licensed therapist at 27. Right. You had your master's degree at 23. Like you, you got it going on. Like sometimes I have to, you know, do that and show myself love. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Right. Pat myself on the back. Yeah. So I can only imagine what you saw as far as the pressure to succeed with people or not accomplish taking breaks. Like right. That, not taking breaks. Taking breaks and sitting down and going like to a yoga class. Like I'd, I'd be like, try to do like something that will help you. Mm. You do everything for your, you know, so it's for your team, uh, for your friends, for your wife, but like take out time every week to do something for you. Even if it's just going like to eat at your favorite, like, like restaurant, going mm -hmm. to a coffee shop that you like, you know, going to, you know, you know, so it's like the spa or the beach, just doing something for you will just create a safer space for you to function in every other area. Right. You have to take time. Mm hmm for yourself that's true that is very true how, how do you show yourself love chef beans 
Um, I have morning affirmations. Uh, I'm starting to stretch more in the morning just because uh, crisscross applesauce and yoga is called sukhasana. I've never been able to really do it like comfortably. So I want to develop more flexibility in my body body because I heard that's where a lot of store trauma is stored. Mm. So um that's one way developing more of a routine, reading, um and writing, of course. Yeah. Freaking producing these shows across the country, like the one in DC, that one was pretty cool. So it's just like it's all of that. Like I I have a really healthy relationship with myself and I feel like it shows so I continuously Water that on the daily. I check in on myself when imposter syndrome pops up. Mm. I don't allow people to shrink me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like very consistent with like all of that, like constantly checking in on myself and checking the world when it tries to tell me who I'm not. Mm. Yes, the get you some merch because it say check in with yourself on the back. Come on now. That's why. You know, truth. I had to throw that in there. That's the but uh, yeah, self-love is a, is a thing that you kind of have to learn yeah. as you get older. Yeah, yeah. Because as a kid, it's just like, oh, let me do what mommy and daddy say. Yeah. You know, let me let me do yeah. what I need to do for school. Like, we don't have a lot of time sometimes as children to right. focus on what we want to do. And so we don't have the money either. <laughs> so we can't always do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I was going through Instagram yesterday and I came across this video and I actually like start tearing up because you started talking about how do you, how do we expect, you know, other people to love us when we don't know how to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. But then you start talking about God and you were like, God forgives us. God loves us no matter what. He gives us we grace. Do Why can't we he give gives, ourselves grace? And we can't give ourselves grace. And I, I used to be so like, hard on myself. Like man. I used to be like, I don't know, like, cause how does this? So I had it all, like the money, the car, hey. the life. And then I lost it. Mm. Top down screaming. And I lost money it in because I trusted the wrong people or I, I trusted, you know, like a relationship that I, thought was toxic but I believed in the person mm. and they ended up draining me of everything and so one thing that I that I realized it's not an L it's a lesson mm -hmm. if I can get it I can get it again right. like I have that same drive to get it again this time I'm protecting my shit I'm blocking my shit up right you know like Dang. you know you know because I have a son now so I think about him and everything I do mm. but I for sure used to beat myself up for those things like trusted this person you allowed them in you shared your assets you put them i put somebody through college y'all i paid for a man to go to college yeah yeah that was me at you 18. are paying tuition i was making money i was making so much money i didn't know what to do with it i was like you want to go to music school still i got you you know uh -uh. or get a loan so those are the things i beat like my and then and then i realized that's just that's just me right i'm a giver i like you know like and so i've accepted the fact that I am a giver, mm -hmm. but I have to get into a space with people that can give back. Mm. Reciprocity. I've dealt with it my life. I'd be like, I just sacrificed my life for you, and then I can't get a dollar, you know, or Ooh. I can't get a thank you. Yeah. Sometimes that is all that I want, and I can't even get a thank you. And when it comes to things like that, uh, we got to remind ourselves, because I'm sure we've all been in situations yeah. where 
we kind of look like the audacity of you. Yeah. Right. But karma doesn't miss a beat. Not saying you should wish like certain yeah. karma on people, but just understanding like, oh, yeah. that too was a seed. Oh, yeah. Right. Those seasons were, were seeds. And now looking back, you kind of remind yourself like that kind of had to happen that oh, way yeah. because had it had not, then that wouldn't be the right. this would have transpired. Yeah. So, And also not letting that change your true character. If no. you're, if you're yeah. a giver... Yeah, we don't want to allow that one situation to be like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not doing that right. no more. You know, because I'm not gonna, right. you know, I'm not gonna be stupid again. I'm not, and it's not, it's not even about being stupid. It's a lesson that you had to learn. Intentional, what you're giving though, it, like, yeah, making sure that like I'm doing it from an honest place, right? Like I can't like think about it, you know, like for praise or for mm -hmm. think, like just if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it because I love you and I want to see exactly that mm -hmm. that work, you know. Um, and so I've, I've definitely stopped being so like, you know, like, girl, you messed up. I'm, I'm 28 years old. I got time. I'm like, over here, like, I ain't still 40 learning. Years, I time, still learning. You know right, I mean? right. I'm we, young. <laughs> we kind of like, we, what do we do? We try to grow up so fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We try to like get ahead of the lessons <laughs> that we're supposed to learn. Like we try to put ourselves in like these super guru 200 year old person <laughs> who's going through all these lessons like i should have done better and it's yeah. like no, no this was your time to learn from it. right we put ourselves super oh my god i can't believe that happened mm -hmm. well I, I bet you won't let it happen again right and that is okay it's like grace is like the word i've used for this year like give yourself grace if it fails it fails but you tried exactly you got now try. you go back to like the drawing board and figure out what, what didn't work. Right. Or do do it, you know, so it's like a different way. But I tell people, stop being so hard on yourself. Like kids in general, like I'm going to speak at this event and it's really about getting them to accept the real them. Mm -hmm. Really understanding and accepting the fact that you're 10. You can't change the things that you're trying to change right, right. now. Be okay with the fact that I'm 10 and I'm learning and I'm figuring it out you have to give yourself grace because we're all going to fall short of the glory of god real talk i it's, it's funny that you bring up kids because that was going to be a part of my next question yeah. because in one of my sessions um i always try to say affirmations to my kids that i mm -hmm. work with i always try to point out their positives mm -hmm. and i just had this one client that was just like oh no i'm not smart i'm not this i'm Ooh. not that like every time i would try to speak some positivity to this child they would hit me with you know, oh no, nah, no, nah, I'm I'm all right, or you know, I'm not I'm not pretty, I'm I'm ugly, I'm every single time, and I had to check myself because I'm thinking like, why is this kid trying to fight me so much? And I asked him, I was like, why, why do you, why do you fight it every time? And then he got like really quiet, and I'm just like, what's going on? And he was just like, well, you know, people have been criticizing me my whole life and telling me bad things, so. I just mm -hmm. say bad things before they can say it. And he was like, it's easier to just expect the worst. Mm -hmm. So I, that way I don't get disappointed. And I, I my heart broke right there. Because this is a kid. Yeah. This is a kid in middle school. And I was just like, dang. But I can see how he can end up that way. If people are always criticizing you and telling you, oh, you shouldn't be this. You should be this way. It can make you feel like you're not worthy. So whenever I tried to speak life into him, it was just met with, 
resistance. Mm. So what is something that people can do or what, what would you tell that child in, in that scenario? Right. If they were saying, you know, it's easier to just expect the worst. I can always give them, you know, so as an example, I did the same thing, but that's a self. What is the word I want to say? Like, what is the word? Like, uh, sabotaging. Yeah, self sabotage. Like, that method will follow you throughout your life. And so the way to break that cycle is to really, to do it in front of them. So say the opposite. And so you have to be the example. So continuing to to speak that like life into them will eventually cause a chain like in their head, like this person sees something different in me. I'm probably wrong. Mm. And it shifts their mindset. So sometimes with kids, you just have to drill the same idea into their head. Yeah. You know? it's, it's a lot of repetition. You know? especially... I have a son who's five and there's certain things where I'll be like, you know, I have to say things sometimes five times mm. for him. To know, like, you're brilliant at math and it's okay. You finish, like, your homework super fast and it's okay to be a nerd. I was a nerd. Like, but at first he was just like, well, I get embarrassed in class because everyone's still doing their work and I'm, like, the first one up. Mm, and I said, wow. you're a genius. You're a child genius. And I want you to believe that. And so I make him say it every day. Mm. I'm smart. It's okay to be this way. And he's five. So you just kind of, <laughs> what is it called? Like you have to, yeah, yeah you have, have to, to affirm them, but you also yeah. have to show them because mm. kids will do. I gotta buy me a mirror for my they office. See. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy me yeah. a mirror for my office. Kids but will yeah, do what they see. So if you know, if you're doing it, it's easy to just be like, okay, let me, right, let me give it and, and it's just like if you always expect the worst, it, it prevents you from taking risk mm -hmm. on. What you can accomplish in life, you limiting yourself already. From it's like I'd rather take the risk and fail, mm -hmm. but at least know that I tried it. Right. Yeah, Instead of just saying, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm not good enough to start no podcast. I don't, I don't have no background in journalism. I don't know what I'm doing." No, I'm gonna try to do it. If it fails, it fails. But at least I can say I tried, yeah, and this is my yeah. passion. Um, but yeah. I like that you do that with your son now because yeah. that is those are the formative years. Mm -hmm. Five years mm -hmm. old, that's when those mm -hmm. those connections are being made. Right. Because by the time the kids come to me, it's like it's ingrained in there. So sometimes yeah. I don't even see progress with some of my clients until like six months to a year after mm. of me saying the same thing over and mm. over and over and over again. It's been so yeah. Yeah. It, because it's it's so ingrained. And then also too. Mm. I only have an hour with them right? a week. Mm. And I always tell them, I say, okay, it's, it's what? 168 hours in a week. Oof. That means you only with me for an hour. It's 167 hours that I'm not there. So what are you doing when I'm not around? Mm -hmm. Are you talking to yourself negatively? Are you saying anything positive to yourself? Because you have to practice it. Um, so yeah. An incentive too. I know like, just, I'm, I'm telling you, try an incentive. Like, if you, you know, like, can stay on this path, I'll give you this. Or I think this is a good, you know, like, right. I, I love to incentivize kids because they'll be like, you know what? I'm a journal for, like, 10 days straight because I want that Snickers and them tickets mm. to, you know, mm. like Tiffany a theater, right? I'm like, because right, the candy. I'm like, I can't yeah. buy them too much right, stuff, right. but I'm like, I can do the give candy. them a journal or something for them to have that right. will, like, 
make them feel like, oh, she really yeah. care. Because the motivation is not <laughs> always there yeah, with kids, the kids. kids need it. Yeah, yeah. They, they need the reward. They need Tangible the positive stuff. reinforcement. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just have to be consistent with the kids because yeah. if not, they just going to just talk themselves down. This, and then I see it. And how it progresses is when you keep talking to yourself negative that way, like that's how they end up suicidal or mm-hmm. thinking that their mm-hmm. life is not mm-hmm. valuable. And mm-hmm. it's just like every I see the beauty in every kid. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, why? Why would you say that? You know, it hurts me. So it comes from somewhere. We got to right. also like realize that kids weren't born feeling this way. Is more true. so probably influence that's coming from the household, the whole, mm-hmm. yeah, household. things that they're hearing from, whether that's parents, siblings, mm-hmm. society, yep. TikTok, them having uh, examples of what's beautiful and what's not beautiful. Mm-hmm. Them looking in the mirror saying, "Hey, I don't look like that, so maybe I'm not this stature that I've made right. that I've never even took the time to even get to." Right, and they kind of stay in that space. And it multiplies. Yeah. And I think that's why when that's why trauma, when I was saying trauma exists in the hips and things like that, because a lot of it is unaddressed mm-hmm. and it just plays out during adulthood when you're trying to be romantic with somebody or have friendships or mm-hmm. work relationships, they all coincide. So yeah, that's where it goes. But I mean, I think if you have the kids that you work with, you incentivize them with mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish tickets or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm starting like my <laughs> workshop. So I'm launching like, workshops at high schools and colleges because I feel like with them I can get to the nitty-gritty like I can talk about things that I can't you know with kids yeah um I'm like thinking about it like they're going to trans I've I've seen a change in the students already that fault every week like these girls used to be really catty but I made them see that you're all equal you really understand right all in 12th grade you don't you aren't a millionaire yet right exactly like, you the have same a following level. but you're still no different than her and mm-hmm. so i caused them to like to come in with a blank slate like everybody is is dope in here everybody is a winner in here and they were all like at first they didn't like they hit you like, with some resistance you know? yeah yeah but I, I was like y'all i've been here i used to fight I used to think that, you know, that that was the thing to do. But I realized that you need to show the love that you want. Right. And as girls, like, you're at a school that's paid for. You're, you know, you're, you know, like, blessed in a private school. And you're fighting on campus. Like, where is the, where is the love? And so I taught them to really see that you can all be great if you stop comparing yourself. I think that's mm. one of the biggest Ooh. things. It was like, well, she has 5,000 followers on Instagram and I barely have like a thousand. I'm trying to grow mine or she, you that's know, crazy. she has a new car and I'm, I'm driving a bucket. I said, I'm going to tell you something. It's all right. But y'all can be the best of friends and don't even know it. But right. with all these comparisons and like feeling like this person is here, and this person is here, you are, are losing out on probably a great mm-hmm. relationship. Right. So I break down those barriers and the teachers be like, dang, you got them to talk. They used to like fight. Right. And now they're yeah. sitting next to like each other at every freaking, you know, like workshop. And I'm right. like, I did that because I saw an issue and I broke it down from the root. But you also instilled self-love. Yeah. Because if you love yourself yes. and you think highly of yourself, Absolutely. you're not worried about Absolutely. what other people are doing. Absolutely. And I feel like, I, Cause I work with high school too, yeah. and those girls, 
Ooh, they can be difficult to they, get to. They be difficult. And I'm just like, I'll be like, why do you care? Like, why do you, like, really, why do you care so, so much, much yeah. about what this girl is doing? It's mm -hmm. the comparison. Yeah. It's the comparison. Stop but comparing you yourself to people. yourself as worthy, as beautiful. But I, like, that, that's always last. So I put, like, um, you know, so it's like a list of, you know, all of the affirmations. Like, the beauty is last. Right. I always say, that's not the most important. Exactly. Are you enough? Right. Are you, you know, capable and, you know, like. Those are the things that are important. Then I say now accept that you're beautiful. Don't just go in thinking, you know, everything is about beauty. Because it's right. really not. It's about being It's about what's on, on, the on the inside. Right. It's are about you, what's it's on the inside. Inside out. Right. Exactly. Approach. Exactly. That I used to so being that you are an expert on self-love, I wanted to ask you, because you are a mom, mm -hmm. and I never, I don't think I ever had a mom on the show. Mm -hmm. Um what does self-love look like for a mom? Because you full-time, yeah. you know what I'm, I'm saying? Mom, business owner, entrepreneur. I do a lot of things, but um, so it's, it's two parts. So for self-care, that's the physical things. Okay. People don't understand they're totally different. Those are like the spas or the facial or going out to eat. And, you know, but the self, you know, like love is sitting with, these issues I'm dealing with, journaling, talking them out, praying. Um, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And people are like, how? But you go to bed at 2. I'm like, I really don't need sleep. And I, I used to think I was like a superhero because I'm like, mom, <laughs> I got so much energy. And she was like, I don't know why. You just, was, you just have all this energy. And I wake up with this, like, I'm going to be sure that I focus on the things that I am trying to shift. Mm -hmm. So in all of the journals, it there's a page that it shows the old like habits and the new habits. So mm -hmm. every day I try to focus on the habits I'm trying to shift. Mm -hmm. So I separate time every day in the morning before he's up. Because when he's up, it's time to get ready for school mm -hmm. and keep it going. But for two hours, it's me, me, and God. Right. Me, me, and God. Right. Just, I'm locked in. I'm focused on being sure that the day is focused on me and him, but I have to be okay for him to be okay. Right. Right. There, there's and that's saying, what I was going to touch on because I was saying, thinking yeah. like, dang, I wonder, does she ever feel guilty for taking that time out for herself? But it's like, you made time. You're I not learned though. So as far as like airplane, right. If, 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 if that thing crashes, you have to put, Yours Your on, mask first. on first. I learned that in an emergency, like on an airplane. And I was like, I wanted to put his on first. It was mm. the scariest day in my life. He's traveled everywhere. And this was the one time, like the plane was just really shaking. It was like everybody putting oxygen mask. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put his on first. And I looked at this mom and she put hers on first. I was like, whoa, that's mm. a sublime. That's deep. We have yeah, to take care is. of ourselves first before right. we can take care of anybody else. Right. Whether it's a child, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a cat or a dog. We have to take care of ourselves first. So I dedicate that time. And that kid, he gets it. Like, he understands, like, there's days where I'm like, I'm going to the spa. He's like, oh, I'm going to be, like, with the nanny. But it's all right, mom. You mm. know, go and do your thing. Because I'm going to come back, like, just, like, Rejuvenated. Rejuvenated yep. in Rejuvenated. life. And, and, I, and I teach him that, too. So this kid is doing yoga. He does, like, his yoga. And he right? does it at school. And 
now you know now it's like a home activity he sits there and just closes his eyes and I'm like yo this kid is fine <laughs> he's like I need to breathe mom I'm having like it's just a lot going on I'm really tired I have all this homework and I'm like you're fine what do you like what do you what is the point but he said I need to breathe I feel like I just have too much going on he'll stop what he's doing and start doing yoga and wow. I said he's seeing that that's awesome so, yeah that's awesome you're making me want a little more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> boys are fun but they like to eat yeah okay. <laughs> that's just that's that is a big part of his his self-care it's like we cook together mm. he enjoys to learn you know the caribbean cultural food and so i've been teaching him since he was two or three like mm -hmm. this is a dumpling we gonna roll it this mm. is an oxtail this is right. how you season it right. and so he's always in the kitchen with me and that is a form of our self care together yeah that's so yeah. cute that's so being that you do have a son, was that the inspiration behind the men's journals? No. So I lost, um, basically, it was like my dad in October um, after I beat cancer. Um, I was told that day I'm cured of cancer after going through all these things. And then I got a call after that. My dad had died. So I just came out of like a surgery like, mm. and everything was good. And then I got a call that. My dad died, and I was like, that guy was deep. He talked about his feelings. He journaled. Mm. But it was, you know, it was like a verbal, you know, journal. I was his journal. And so he, he vented, like, about all these things that guys go through. And I was like, why don't you just write it down? He was like, I don't think I've ever thought about that. Mm. So I gave him a journal. I sent it with him. And of course, he didn't, you know, use it yet because, you know, like he passed. But the whole idea was like, there, there, what is the word? There was a willingness. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna take these thoughts right. from here and put them on paper. Mm -hmm. So I asked deep, thought-provoking questions, and I was just like, I gotta do a journal for men. Mm. But are they gonna buy it? Are men gonna really journal? I'm mm. like talking to all my homeboys. They're like, the they're like, you know what? If it's full of good stuff, like I'm like, what's good stuff? They're like, it needs to have challenges. It needs to be like real, like nicely organized and created. And I was like, I worked on that journal for two whole weeks. Like I didn't do nothing else. I didn't mm. do nothing else business wise but build that journal. And I was like, I think I, I think I made a masterpiece. Mm. Tell tell uh beans a little bit more about that research that you did. <laughs> so, so in For, 20, what research, what research we talking about? 2022 uh <laughs> I was single for the first time in life in history to be real. Um and uh I decided to dig deeper into the mind of men. And uh let me tell y'all something. I was in the valley, so it was a different caliber of men. Mm, and wait, I kept where are you, it in where the valley. Are you from? I'm from Compton, actually. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I moved out there and <clears> I was like, <throat> I want to go on a whole bunch of dates. And people were like, What's wrong with you? Like, people, people are not gonna just and I said, I'm gonna pay for them. And they're like, You gonna pay for the dates? I was like, I need, you know, like my write-offs, you know. <laughs> it was just a lot that had passed. Mills and entertainment, you get 100% back. I said, all right, well, we're going to eat, you know? Mm. So I got on a dating app. Be okay? Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> okay. Be okay. And at first I was like, this is about to be wild. This is... <sighs> and I talked to 50 people. Out of those 50 people, I ran a background check on all of them first before I went on a date. Wow. Um, I'm very intentional about background checks. I tell people 
after the things I've experienced, nah, I gotta know. The past, present, I need to start doing that. I need to stop so I people on the internet. To my homeboy, that is a PI. And he's like, he's good. He's he's good. Nah, he's a felon. But I was like, no, but I want to figure this out. Like, mm. why is he a felon? Mm-hmm. So I went on a total of 100 dates. In, in 2022? One, in one year. 100, With 50 y'all. people, so two dates. So the first date was like an intro. Okay. And then, like, second date was like therapy. I had people crying on my shoulder. Like, mm. It was wild. It was okay. wild. And I took so, them to like no. fancy restaurants that people don't go to or like things where like we can really talk versus like at a crowded place or a bar. Mm. Okay. My question to you is, I kind of have an idea, but I want you just to elaborate. What was the intention behind wanting to, were you trying to get into the minds of men? Were you just trying like, yo... I'm out here. No, no, no. (laughs) I was always very, you know, like, like transparent. Like, this is an experiment. Like, you're going to be in a book. Like, I'm telling you. Wait, you said that on the first date? Oh, yeah. Wait, you, did you say that before they agreed to the date or once you? Yeah. I just, I just told them, I was like, I want to take. I thought you you got there and you was like, actually, I'm doing research. No, 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 no. Um, And they were always really shocked. They're like, you really going to pay for anything? Like, she pulled out her car. Like, this is really a real, real experiment. I said, I'm not trying to date you for real. I really, I'm trying to dissect the mind of a man. And I'm talking about so Asian, really white, black. Well, it was considered a date. He got dressed up. I got dressed up. We, you know, talked across from each other, you know, shared a meal. Or was it an interview? It was a date for them because they felt so comfortable enough to be able to be interviewed. So it felt like a date, but it was a, it was a, it was a, it was an interview date. And it was, to really to help them to heal. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I ask questions and they'll tell me things and I'd be like, you just said that? And he'd be like, yeah, I've never said that to anybody, but I'm feeling this or I've been depressed or wait, I've wait, dealt wait, with wait, this. Wait. Before before we talk about the results from your research, <laughs> did any of these dudes like try to pursue you oh, yeah. in a real oh, way? Yeah. So and, still like, you to had this to day, down? out of the 50... It's about 10 that are like, I know there, you know, like there is a roster. I'm trying to get on the roster. Like I I love the person that you are. They still and you care about me and you ask different different questions. But I'm like, it was all an experiment. And I, I was honest about that. I didn't kiss anybody. I didn't hold nobody's hand. I didn't do nothing with nobody. I was, I was going to yeah, ask. Wow. No, I, I was you're strong. Yeah, like, I was celibate. I was focused on this, this, this <laughs> research, like in book. Um, you know, like in general, and I was like, there, like, I have to do this. Like, so I, I went on a date with, you know, an Armenian, Asian, black, Mexican, Jamaican, whatever the case was, if I felt a connection to talk to them and it was like an easy talk, I was like, well, I can really talk to him then. Mm, you so, went with men of different races. Oh, I'm mm-hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, so, and this was from January to December, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a, a, as long mm-hmm. as it stretched. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of questions, so I'm trying to like <laughs> trying to form- narrow it down. I'm trying to formulate them. So my first question mm-hmm. is, with that information that you gathered over 2022, is that what you used for the journal? Yeah. Was the intention behind like let me get inside men's minds uh-huh. to see what they actually need? Uh-huh. Okay. And my second question is, as far as the dates, were they consecutive? Were they like spread out? Like spread out for sure, oh. spread out. So it was like the first date. So let me just tell you this. So I would do them Friday and Saturday. So Friday and Saturday was like date night. I would go out from like eight to like sometimes twelve thirty. 
And would you ever do two dates in the same? Oh place? yeah, for sure. At the same, wow, you was dedicated, right? That's At the dedicated. same restaurant. So listen, 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 listen. So, so you telling me one dude will leave, and you like, yeah, and the next so dude will walk the out. The owner knows that I was doing this, so he would bring us <laughs> some champagne, and he made it feel like real special. Wow. And they were comfortable enough to be like, "This is a, this is interesting." Like, I'm, 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 I'm about to talk to you. Like, I hope like you're ready for this. And I'm like, "All right." So I started to ask questions. Um, for example, there's a guy that you know. There was a title of a felon. I was like, but it don't say it was like rape or anything. I want to know. It wasn't violent. Yeah. So we sitting at the table and I'm talking. I'm like, I'm really curious. And he said, about what? I said, your felony. He said, um, I did three years. I was like, for what? Who'd you kill? You're like, yeah, who'd you kill? He said, I did three like years for, um, what is it called? For, for his brother. I was going to say zero to the date, but I'm glad that I didn't because that guy cried mm. and he opened up about the challenges of being in jail for somebody else for their betterment. And I was like, as a man, like you must feel like amazing. That is a heroic thing, but, but people don't ask him. They mm. see a felon, felon and, and they're automatically like, judge him. Yeah. And they automatically judge him. So from that day, he was just like, you're a friend. Like, you fuck with me. You actually asked the reason I went to jail. Nobody's ever asked him, like, that very reason. They just see a felon. Like, mm. you just like every other, you know, black guy. And so I broke it down and I said, that right there shows that you are, you are, you are different. You are God's child. You know what I mean? I have Go one ahead. more question. Go ahead. No, sorry with you these, did. like, rapid questions. So... Actually, I could just save that question for another time. You might as well ask her. Come on, go ahead. We got time. So, with the with the culture and the temperature of men, in not saying this is like a twenty twenty three thing. This Mm -hmm. is just like a uh, apparently like a life thing. With your interview date type style Mm -hmm. experiences, did any of the dudes share that they were like on the low? Oh, Oh yeah. I definitely, I definitely got some truth. But that's what I was saying. Like they, they, they told was telling me you that they told me things that they wouldn't tell anybody, and they were like, You're, "I'm comfortable talking to you. I can talk to you about anything." Yeah. I, it happens to me all the time. Yeah, the reason I yeah. asked that is because, like, and it, this is like a learning experience for me. Like when it comes to like a lot of like men's healing, different things, a lot of things that have been out there solely predicated or based off of like the heterosexual man's mm. experience mm-hmm. and if we're talking about healing men on like a larger level i think mm-hmm. there has to be space oh, right. for that oh, yeah. as well because there are people who are internally beating themselves up because they feel like they don't have a space or there was right. like trauma from childhood so they they would dig from childhood and so i would say okay now It's important to accept that happened, but is right. that the person that you, are you, you know, are you this way, like for sure? Or is this because this, you know, like occurred? And I've had people mm. just be like, I never thought about that, that time. Like, mm. and I said, go back, first of all, and forgive them. That's mm. one of the hardest things. I've been a victim of assault and I've had to forgive people. Right. 
literally to their face and be like, you know what? I pray for you. My my assault, like, I pray for you. I want you to be a better man. Mm-hmm. I know that there there is a reason for some of the things that 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 that, that these men do. It's not always because they're evil or they're right. just a dog. Right. There's all there's things that occur in their life as a child that affect them that they don't unpack. Mm-hmm. And people don't ever ask the questions. So, so they were all like so interested because they're like, you're asking questions and it's not a date, but it, it's like, Feels the, like it should be it was a date. Yeah. This is how all of the dates. She's good. Yeah. This, is, this yeah. is this is how all of my dates are supposed to be, but they don't talk. They sit on their phone all day. They want to post pictures. I put each, you know, of our phones in the center of the table face down. I said, don't answer it. If it's an emergency, yeah. I'm not going to answer mine. Right. You got my full undivided attention. And they will be like, nobody's ever done that on a date. Like, and the fact that this is not really a date and I'm getting all this attention, it just feels, I feel amazing. Right. And I, I like, I walked away with friends. Like, I got, like, homeboys up the yin yang that are, you know, that are calling me now. And, and a few like, potentials. <laughs> they be like, and niggas who want to Is there room on the right. roster? I'm like, exactly. You know. But that's, it's crazy because. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I created What's Good With You. Mm. And I really wanted a male co-host mm. because I felt like I did not understand how men um, process their emotions. Yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> it was just after so many like failed situationships. And I'm like, maybe I'm not understanding something. Something is not clicking. And through this podcast, I've been able to talk to a lot of different men and just learn their story. Mm-hmm. But also I had to understand that there will be things that I will never understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have to be okay with that. I can't expect a man to process his emotions like yes. how I do mine, yep. you know, because they don't have the tools sometimes or it's not accepted. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy that you've created something for men to express themselves. That is what the, that is what the book is about for women to empathize with men. It is, Ooh, it is, it is, it is for like women to empathize with dudes. You can have a great dude, but he's dealing with so much stuff from his past that he just like has to unpack it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask the questions, like the simple things, like I'd be like, like I just don't get that female, some females, not all because I'm a female. Don't ask their dude their real feelings. They allow things to just kind of be like, you know, everything is good. Actually ask the question, is it all good? Mm. Are you upset about anything in life? Are you happy with our situation? Is there anything that you want like to adjust or change? Are you depressed about anything? Are there any, you know, like insecurities? Those are the things that we should ask because that's how you grow a relationship, a Mm. friendship by understanding the person for real, for real. I think a lot of women, and I don't know if I'm going to go off the rails of saying what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Speak your truth. But what I've noticed is that a lot of women who don't have kids, who might be super big nurturers, they like nurture their male spouse or whoever, their male dude as a kid. Like they want to take care Mm -hmm. of something. So that's why they might be okay with yeah, let me know whatever you need or whatever like that because it's like that natural, motherly, mm-hmm. caring aspect mm-hmm. of them. So sometimes when it comes to some of the hard questions, they choose or make 
opt out of not asking out of fear of possibly losing this person, mm-hmm. losing the, the romance, the sex or whatever like and that. Now it's going to be awkward. Yeah. Right. And now it's going to be awkward. And they are not saying it's not parts of themselves that they wish could like change or like pivot, but it's that taste of trauma, that taste of like unbalancedness is also familiar. So it's not like they haven't seen things still function in dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. that's why I think personally me not being a woman mm-hmm. a female anything like that but i've i've seen the the commonality of sometimes like women being okay with just taking care of adult men as if they're like kids mm. and as if they're their mother yeah that's I, an enabler yeah i'm like i, I i've been guilty of that yeah. as well and and, and yeah. also to allowing men to you know, share their emotions in their own time. Yeah. Cause me, I'm impatient. So I'd be like, what's wrong? Like what, what's going on? I don't understand. Like what, what what's going on? Like I will be like, I want the answer right now. You know what I'm it's saying? It's the delivery though. Yeah. Yeah. My delivery. Cook a meal. I'm, I'm big on catering. I cook a meal for you. Oxtails, dumplings. I cook yeah. you a meal, give you a facial and then I'm going to ask the question. Mm, wow. And then people be like, okay, my ex, you know, like husband, says all the time like I don't think I'm ever find a woman like you and I say he said because you, you actually cared about <laughs> me you you cared about my skin my health my shower my, my socks my clothes you wanted mm-hmm. me to be well and I asked the deep questions it was very uncomfortable at first he was like you know I'm from the Caribbean we don't talk about that like I, I'm I'm good I'm, I promise everything was like I'm good I'm good right. I was like but you're not good I want to understand like why mm-hmm Oh. And sometimes they don't even know why. They don't even know why. And and that happened to me one time. And I was asking, like, well, why do you feel this way? And they're just like, I don't know. And and that's when that uh, a guy told me, wow, uh, it's annoying how smart you are. Because I'm asking those deeper questions. <laughs> oh and I was just like, really, nigga? <laughs> it's annoying how smart I am? Oh like, because I care about your feelings? Yeah. It's, uh, so it's, it's, it's because it's rare. It's, right. It's rare. Right. And, and, and that's also, probably the first time he's ever been asked about his feelings mm-hmm. as an adult. Right. His whole life, he's probably never yeah. been asked about his feelings. Right. Right. That was all my dates. They were like, you're actually asking about my feelings. Like, right. And this is just an experiment. I'm like, this is, right. you know, <laughs> this is just an experiment, but I love you. Yeah. I can't I was, even I was get check. They was falling in love. They're like, I want to pay for it. Like, this feels like a therapy session. I feel like I owe you something. I'm like, nah, I'm doing this from the bottom what of the What a cash heart. app ass. You know? cash um, app. But there was always, like, the one that was like, this, can we keep going? Like, after this day, can, can we go <laughs> so to the bar? Can we go to the next location? I'm like, no. So out of the to... 50, sorry to bring this back up, mm-hmm. but out of the 50, <laughs> none of the dudes, like, had you, like. It was, it's. It's it's one. I'm gonna be real. It's yeah. ah! Out of fifty, he's still is... around, but he's a friend, and I'm keeping him in the friend zone for a reason because I feel like he needs to still grow. I learned mm. a lot. And I was I, about I, to I say. Sent, I sent him a journal. Like I want you to really actually. Out of the fifty, I know is it's, it's, it's one that caught your eye. He walked me to. It was like my car. He opened the door and was like, "I'm not allowing you to leave." without me just being, you know, so it's like a gentleman. I'm like, mm. everybody else was just cool mm. with the fact that I was like, I got to go, you know? And uh, he was like, nah. thanks, Dr. Lele. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of like, oh, okay. But he's like, I get it. Like, this was an experiment, but I want to be a friend to you forever. Like, and mm. I was like, okay. He's good. You you got some good uh, discipline. Because <laughs> sometimes 
I get caught up in that. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, he he looked nice, and he you oh, know yeah. he got manners and everything. Oh, yeah. But you were able to decipher like he still needs to grow. So Absolutely. even if y'all would to do something right now, it's not gonna turn out in the best way because yeah. you know that that's something missing. So and I'm he a, was honest about I'm that. A, like, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna he take was that. Like I needed that. Like you could have just been like, let's just be together. Or like I liked you out of all these fifty. And I'm like, nah. I want you to figure out yourself, become the best version of you because I see it I can see it already right but you just have to put in the work and so I sent him a journal just for free you know awesome. and, and he opened it up and he was like yo you really sent me a journal I'm working on it. he's 12 pages in now like wow so I've, been, I've been literally going through it um every day and like thanking you for every page because you really put your like heart and soul in there speaking of every page what are some things that men can find in the journal so in this journal in particular um it has some really dope things That's those, uh, like, so white. it has oh. <laughs> it has a list of apps that you can get to help you on the journey and then there's some books mm. and then there's also a list of like podcasts i didn't know about y'all at the time oh, okay. i could be in the next journal <laughs> that they can watch to to really dig deeper these are some really dope podcasts right and then in here i have goals mm. so you have guided goals and then self-care goals but there's also the biggest portion is the you page this is for every man your color your creative you're a hustler you are a nine to five or you're a creative you are a doctor you're a public figure you're a content creator this is for every man i don't care if you're white black orange or purple you're a man and you deserve to love yourself and to know Amen. you to your fullest potential and be okay with that person. And if not, start digging to figure out why. And mm. so there's there's a lot in here, like tips. And then I had to do a glossary because dudes are like, what is self-love? I don't even know. Yeah. So I put a glossary and put like benefits and examples so they can not have to Google. Everything is in here. Right. You don't need anything now. It's like, and then there's like the daily guys. And then there is random pages in the book where if you land on this page, you got to really write. It means time to really write. So these are the thought like provoking mm. questions where it's like this, you know, there was like a guy in his, what is his fifties? And he, and he landed on this page and he was like, just the question in general brought me to tears. Wow. And I was like, did you write? He was like, it took me a minute. Cause I was trying like to process and I was like, she really just asked this question. I got it. I landed on the page. I was like, if you land on any of these pages, you got it right. You got to mm. follow through with the prompt. Right. And so that was like, I'm like, he 50. He feeling, he feeling it. Like that is the goal for, for like, like men to feel, to, you know, to, to connect with their emotions and themselves. And I've been able to get and a lot a of great. have a safe space yes. to share their emotions. You don't have to post this. You don't have to tell right. anybody, get your journal, write your journal. Right. Because that's mm -hmm. a big thing that I run into whenever I work with males is like, oh, I, I can't tell this to my friends. Mm -hmm. They're going to think I'm a punk. They're mm -hmm. going to think I'm weak. They're going to think this. Mm -hmm. I can't tell my dad that I'm feeling sad about what he said to me. Like, they're going to judge me. So I love journals because, it's like, this is your own private thing. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage all my clients to do it. And mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to start doing it, but mm -hmm. I just need direction sometimes. Because right. right. I'm just like, well, what you want me to write about? I could right. write everything. What you want me to start from when I was in kindergarten? Right. I, I don't know. But I like how 
everything is super specific in oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you don't have to think about what am I writing about today? Guys we, need we a already guide. got it. Right. They need a guide. I was like, that can't just put some like pages in here. Right. Like, you can't just put one question at the right. top. Can you read yeah. that for me? Let go of the person you think you are and make room for the person you was born to be. While it's someone sensei. Wally the sensei. Wally the sensei. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> He's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And like as a rapper and a, a used to be, you know, he was a dope dealer. He posted that. And I was like, as a man, for him to really put himself, he was like, y'all, I'm a different man. Like mm-hmm. I've unpacked some things and I told him, I'm taking that quote. I'm putting it in my journal. Like it's real. You have to let go right. of right. the old version of you. And so that's why it's so important for them to write out the old me versus like the new. Mm. And then to go back at the end of the book and challenge yourself. So there's like a challenge at the end. It's the finish line, right? And now you have to go back and see, did you actually improve those things? Are you just talking? Mm, if right. not, get you another journal and keep going. Right, exactly. Keep going. You know? keep going. And there's yeah. a quote on every page from like philosophers, rappers, celebrities, you know, like in public figures that just help them like to guide, you know, like they're writing. That's okay. beautiful. Yeah, that's yep. beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today, your story. I'm appreciative. Um, you have other journals too. Just shout those out a little so bit. So I have six in total. Okay. They're all on Amazon, but I do like now, like have a site. Okay. okay. So it's AlayaDemon.com. A L L A. Okay. It's it's too long, but they'll add it. We're, um, we're going to put this uh, on the bottom of the screen. A, <laughs> it is just a website. So now you don't have to go on, you know, onto Google and search. It's literally everything that I do from like my workshops to my coaching, to, you know, all, you know, all of the journals. And the goal is to put out a new journal every three months. Oh, wow. So I'm going to do a teenage one. I'm going to do a kid one. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a Spanish, English, Mandarin. I'm really, I'm trying to hit every market um, for sure. Yeah. 2023. Are you ready for the abundance? Oh, I'm ready. I've been waiting for it. Cause it's like, I've been figuring out like, you know, it was like my purpose. And now that I know, I'm running with it. That's beautiful. I'm not going back. Are we good on the camera? Oh, the camera died? Oh, okay. All righty. So share where people can find you. On Instagram and TikTok. But um, so it's Leia, L-A-Y, and then, sorry, L-A-Y-A-H, and then it's underscore inspires. Leia underscore inspires on Instagram. And I get on there and just drop gems. I talk. I inspire. I'm real on there. I'll be on there with a scarf on. I'll be having my robe on there. I'm just mm-hmm. talking to people so that they can see what it, what, how do I say this? Like, just me in my rawest form. Right. Because I love me. So I have to show people you don't have to look like a fashion designer and a celebrity every day you get on camera. Sometimes people just, they, they just need raw and real. Right. They need raw and real. And I I try to get on there and just drop gems every day and inspire people. I've had people from like the Netherlands. I was like the Netherlands. Hit me up in my DMs. Like I've been, I've been watching you for a whole year and you've been through some stuff. You be cancer. Your daddy died. You still on here inspiring me. And I was like, I'm here for that. That's, that is like my purpose. Right, I can't stop. Exactly. Like even on days where I'm sad, I'd be like, "All right, pull it together, lay." Right. You have people that 
need this. Right. So, yep. I'm here for it. Beans, you got anything coming up? Um, yes. Uh, so coming in April, that's when Transparency to Play will be back. The last time I had to play out here was last February. Because, you know, I was on tour with the film screen of Transparency Chapter 4. The people been scratching their throat. It's like, yo, we need that playback. We heard about the play, and we not playing with you. So I'm going to just submit the film screen into different film festivals and, like, make it available to rent. Mm. But as far as bringing the live playback, going to bring one out here. Then for my birthday in June, be intentional day. That's when I plan on having, like, the play in Jersey. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's just like a lot of moving pieces. I know the last time we spoke, I didn't catch people up. Um, but the film screening in the DMV, that one went great as well. It's just very well received stuff in the realm of transparency. But outside of that, um, just just stay tuned. Like every time y'all see me hop on this camera, just know like another tear has been crossed and mm-hmm. it's like consistent it. like every time whether that's like physically <clears throat> damn this nigga been in the gym or mm-hmm. damn like yo we saw him post that you just said like the rap like that's the season where opportunities are abundant where there's constant flow in every aspect of my life because again like it, i'm deserving of mm-hmm. it i put in the work for it it's mm-hmm. not like a manifestation it's just work and getting a return on my investment mm-hmm. from the sweat equity of the past right so with all that said like what to look forward to what's coming up just stay tuned like just 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 watch and don't be surprised don't That's be awesome. surprised what's next for you okay so i've been doing a poor job of promoting my business on here but kid onyx i do have a business and it's just celebrated one year. So I want to shout out my business, Kid Onyx. Um, I do create therapeutic tools for African-American children. And I have a lot of ideas and I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to start doing more pop-ups and different things like that. So I'm just happy that I made it to a year. And, you know, I I didn't know about the taxes and all that. But, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm happy that I just stayed consistent and I'm seeing now that it's really making an impact on people and even like at my job and people are seeing, you know, the stuff that I make and they're like, wow, this is so good. Like this is actually helping the kids. And sometimes, you know, we take ourselves for granted mm-hmm. and it's just like, you're really out here inspiring people mm-hmm. just right. by sharing other people's stories mm-hmm. or just by being a mental health advocate and being a therapist and mm-hmm. trying to normalize therapy. So I just want to give myself some credit for that. You know what I'm saying? That's so, so follow good. underscore kid onyx. If you got them children or if you're a teacher or you work in childcare, it's a, de- it's definitely a good tool to help kids regulate their emotions. Um, other than that, you know, follow what's good with you double underscore what's good with you on Instagram. Check out our YouTube. Our YouTube has been doing numbers mm-hmm. it's been awesome. doing great and i haven't even been doing like the promotion on youtube and it's, it's still growing. exactly it's organically growing people really enjoyed the last episode that we did about mothers and i was gonna know, ask you the feedback about that um it was it was good like it was really good like a lot of people resonated with what ronette said what i said just about forgiveness and you know how we have to let go of that anger that we have towards our parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even, and I know my mom gonna hate me for this, but it inspired a good conversation between me and my mother mm-hmm. 
and like it really like it hit me. I was like, dang, like she's actually listening. Right. She's actually listening. And I never thought that would happen. Right. I mean, you heard me in the last episode. I, I never thought that, you know, me and my mom would have an emotional relationship. But now I'm starting to see like she actually cares and she's actually like willing to change. And that was like, dang, like That's that so I wasn't even expecting it would help my situation. I was trying to help other people. And for my mom to see the episode and really, mm. you know, receive it mm-hmm. instead of deflect, mm-hmm. that's that's powerful. Yeah, That's powerful right there. So, yeah, it was some good feedback. And I, I just really am glad that it helped me even in my own life. And I wasn't even expecting that. Mm-hmm. But it did. Um, you know, shout out to my mom. She just bought me Beyonce tickets. Hey. <laughs> So shout out to her. Shout out to her. She she's I gotta I gotta you know let up on her a little bit. You know, I'm giving her flack on here. But I'm gonna let up, mama. <laughs> um, all right. Uh oh, you see what I have on? This is a what's good with you um uh, merch, and it could be purchased on what's good with you pot.com. So please support the podcast, purchase the merch. Um and that is all for today. Thank you for coming. You for yes, I enjoyed myself. And what's good with you? That's been another episode. See y'all later. Peace out, y'all. Bye. <laughs>